everyone, and welcome back to Champion Your Life with me, Leanne Champion. Today, I'm going to share with you a concept called emotional childhood versus emotional adulthood. This was a concept that I learned at the Life Coach School that was absolutely life-changing for me. I know it sounds a little heady, but it's really not. And as I said earlier, this has benefited me so tremendously in my personal life and in my business because it's given me a new lens in which to see myself and other people. So right out of the gate, we're going to begin with defining emotional childhood. Emotional childhood occurs when grown adults have not matured past childhood in terms of managing their emotions. It's it's when we're not taking responsibility for how we're feeling or how we're reacting. And by not taking responsibility, what are we doing? We're putting the blame on everyone else for how we're feeling and for the results that we're getting in our lives. Now, in fairness, uh, ever since we were really young, we got the message directly or indirectly from society, our families, our teachers, that other people's behavior affects our feelings. And as children, we don't have the ability and or capacity to think through this and analyze what we're told, let alone how to process our own thoughts and emotions. So then what happens? Well, we we grow up deeply programmed to this idea that other people and or situations, they are responsible for how we feel. And what's really interesting is we have no idea it can be any other way. So as a result, many adults out there are still operating from a childlike space when it comes to handling their emotions. Blaming others or situations for our feelings is a universal phenomenon. All right, you may be thinking right now, okay, hang on, Leanne, (laughs) say this again. What is emotional childhood? Emotional childhood is the state of blaming others in situations for how we feel inside. And this occurs when our emotional intelligence has not matured beyond childhood. It's the moment in life when we are giving our power away, right? By not taking responsibility for how we feel and what we're thinking, and instead believing and insisting that this feeling is entirely caused by someone else. And in our desperate attempts to reclaim our power back in these moments, we'll just try all sorts of things to feel better, won't we? We'll try to control all the people and Situations by reacting, snapping, yelling, blaming. You know, we've all been there. And these actions may seem powerful in the moment or beneficial from the outside, but the interesting thing is they miss the mark as they're coming from such a purely childish state. For example, when we are really, really young, we're dependent on a parent to solve all of our emotions So a baby, for example, will cry when they're hungry or uncomfortable, or they might cry when they hurt and they fall down. 
It is young children. Of course, we need someone outside of us to solve for those very basic emotional needs. And this, of course, is perfect and beautiful. It's how it should be when we're young. But as we grow older, many of us are still under this impression that external things, meaning other people and situations, are causing all of our feelings. We call ourselves adults, but many of us are still functioning as emotional children. So what happens is that we create a dysfunctional dependence on other people or situations to make us feel good or at peace or happy all the time. And also the opposite is true. We can inadvertently depend on other people and situations to justify negative emotions like anger and frustration and jealousy. But at the heart of all of this is the takeaway that only you can decide your emotional state. When we begin to do this kind of work, this healthy mind management work, we finally begin to see this in ourselves and we also can begin to see it in others. Now, living an emotional childhood often looks like whining or temper tantrums or kind of a tit for tat. It can be the silent treatment. It can it can also look like a lot of denial, lots of finger pointing at others for whatever isn't going right in our lives. Now, look, we've all done this before. We all do this as human beings. And I've I've often caught myself being frustrated and agitated, that's a favorite, or offended, mistakenly placing the blame on situations and other people. But the more work I've done on my own mind, the more I've seen that this is all because I wasn't taking ownership and responsibility for my own feelings. And while you might not be throwing yourself on the floor in the middle of a conference room when you feel like someone's being a bully or aggressive with you, you may have found yourself raising your voice and getting unnecessarily irate over something that probably in the bigger scheme of life doesn't warrant it, right? We all have. And while writing this podcast, I was reminded of something that happened to me years ago when I was completely in a childish state. I remember I was on a train coming home from New York City. And there was a, a father on there who had three young children who were completely acting up on the train. You know, they were disturbing the peace, so to speak. And this, this father had this far away stare and was really not very present. And everyone on the train was kind of looking at him like, come on, aren't you not capable of handling your children? Admittedly, I was certainly getting worked up by this uh, injustice and completely in emotional childhood myself. And at that moment, oh my goodness, I was so close to saying something snarky like, dude, seriously? And just as I began to speak, I like to think that God intervened in that moment. This dad caught my very disapproving eye and he came to for a moment. And then he sort of pitifully said, oh, gosh, you know know what? Sorry. Um, I just found out that my wife is really, really sick and we had to leave her in New York at the hospital. And I'm I'm just trying to 
get the kids home. Well, wow, that really took my breath away. I, you know, I was reminded that that moment that we, that we always have a choice. Empathy just flooded into me and I began to quickly engage the children in any way to help relieve him in that moment. You know, we've all heard that saying, you never really know what someone is going through. Well, that was certainly the case here. But it was interesting to reflect upon this because in our moments of emotional childhood, it's as if we're convinced that the world is somehow conspiring against us. On the train, I was actually taking it personally. But look what I discovered. This poor man and his children and his poor wife left back in New York. You know, but as we all know, it's so much easier to see it all in hindsight, isn't it? But emotional childhood, I think, is really rampant today. And you know why? Nobody has taken us to emotional adulthood college. I know, you might be cracking up now, but that really should be a required course. There is no opportunity to learn in high school or college in a situation where someone says, hey, you're 18 now. It's time for you to become an emotional adult. And here's how you do it. Frankly, I think there's a lot of a lot of us that need to take this course at any age. But seriously, I think about this a lot. What would that curriculum look like? Well, it could be something like now that you're an adult and you have the brain processing capabilities to be able to identify and understand what you're thinking. You have those capabilities now. And it's you and only you are responsible for all of your feelings and the way you present yourself to the world, as well as how you respond to others. Can you imagine what a fascinating and productive class that would be? And here's something else that's really interesting that might be an aha for you all. One of the root causes of emotional childhood stems from parents that still function as emotional children themselves and who in turn just keep perpetuating this cycle within their own family structures. Boy, oh boy, what I would have given to have had a life coach in my youth who could have shown me that we can become capable of reflection and self-awareness and to show me how to decide what to think on purpose, no matter what anyone else was doing to me at that time. Unfortunately, what has happened now is that there are so many adults that are functioning as emotional children, and they really seem to have zero idea that they're doing it. The awareness around this is just not there. But when we don't learn to regulate our emotions as children, when our homes feel unsafe, or when we don't feel seen or heard, or hey, even when it feels like we had the most beautiful childhood, we can still carry with us into adulthood all sorts of insecurities that don't serve us. And often people will still carry those feelings of disappointment or anxiety or where they become easily offended or take things personally. So ironic, these are the very traits that we end up 
dragging with us into adulthood. Oh my goodness, we blame our parents, we blame our husbands or partner, we blame the economy, we blame our leaders for sure, we blame our childhoods, we blame the person that fired us. My goodness, we blame everyone else for how we feel and the results that we've achieved so far in our lives. <sighs> the problem with that? Well, it's really only the most disempowering thing that we can possibly do. And it just keeps ourselves in a space of childlike thinking and blame. So interesting. So many people can come to me feeling like victims or at the mercy of someone else. For example, a client may have gone through a divorce and they're trying to parent with an ex-husband. And oh my goodness, they'll have plenty to say about their ex that he or she is making them crazy, angry, frustrated, disappointed, all the emotions, which are totally understandable. But I will often say, well, let's, let's stop for a moment and look at how you are turning over your precious emotional life. Is this the person to whom you want to give your power to? Or is this the person that you can depend on and trust. While emotional childhood is expecting the world to change so that we can be happy, it can easily become an excuse to define our insecurity by pointing everywhere but inward. It becomes a way to justify any childish decisions that we make, a kind of carte blanche, if you will, where everything is forever excusable. But the truth of the matter is we are adults now and we are responsible for everything we're feeling. I want you to notice for a moment that when you blame someone else for how you're feeling, I want you to pay really close attention to the chain of events that follows. Observe how the blaming often fuels an emotion within you and how often you take an action that you really don't even want to take. And it's usually something that you will regret. You and I can't control other people. We can tell them what we need. We can certainly make requests. And I believe to maintain a healthy relationship, we need to be able to speak our truth. But you know what? We really can't control other people. Sounds simple, but we usually, we humans do not get this in real time, especially when we're in the middle of it. And they don't really like it when we try. Have you ever noticed that too? People don't want to be controlled just like you and like me. Crazy, right? Who knew? It's fascinating though, how when we give up, trying to control other people, we do find ourselves regaining our own strength, power, and perspective. I know, it's funny and a little counterintuitive, but I have seen this happen so often, over and over, in my own life. When we surrender or give up the reins of trying to control an outcome, or what a person is doing, or how a person is behaving, well, frankly, it just gives them the freedom and responsibility to figure out things for themselves. 
truthfully, that is really a beautiful thing. I really want you to take some time to reflect on all that we covered in this episode. When you are ready, I want you to listen to part two, which covers emotional adulthood, the total inverse of emotional childhood. Now, I've separated these two episodes because, well, it's a lot of thought-provoking and deeper concepts. So just check it out when you're ready. Thank you for listening. Let's continue to champion your life together.